What's up, Badger fans? Let's talk about the turning points in the Nebraska game. Where did they win this, and who are the players of the game on today's Locked On Badgers? Let's go. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Badger fans? Thank you so much for tuning in and making this your first listen every day. I am Ryan Herring, host of Locked On Badgers. Thank you so much again. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. So before we get into the show, I do want to give a special shout out to somebody. A big Badger fan. I know he listened to the show. He was at the game against Nebraska. Um, huge shout out to Beckham. A seven-year-old Badger fan. Growing up the right way. His favorite player is Braylon Allen who ran ran tough in this game so i'm sure beckham enjoyed it thank you so much beckham for for cheering on the badgers and for listening to the show all right let's get into i call this segment the crossroads right the places in the game where it could have swung either way and the badgers made big game winning plays or they made big game losing plays we've had a couple bad crossroads segments lately but let's get into the game winning plays they made in this one here's the first one and i talked about this I thought this was potentially the play of the game up until that overtime, right? There's a couple in the overtime. You guys know, guys and gals know which ones I'm talking about. But let's set the stage for the first game-changing crossroad moment of the game. It's 14-0 Nebraska. They have the ball. Second quarter, 10-24 left. Fourth and one on the Wisconsin 33, okay? They're up 14-0 already driving. If they put more points up on the board, if they get a touchdown, that might be backbreaker. That might be it. You go down 21 nothing, like you're not coming back down 21 nothing. I don't care if you're at home. I don't care what you do in the second half. It's going to be Northwestern all over again. So they line up. They go power. Nothing. Nothing. That front seven, listen, that was Barton. Barton is the, the announcers gave most of the credit to Rico, Gerald Peterson. I want to talk about those guys. But Ben Barton pushed that center three yards into the backfield. Nebraska had kind of a polling tight end. Ben Barton got so much disruption that pulling tight end actually tripped the running back. Now, uh, James Thompson Jr. also got penetration. Daryl Peterson held the edge, and Rico came off the edge. It's obviously a team effort, but Ben Barton, that's a man's play. Go back and watch it. That the, he, he blew this thing up. That center had no chance. He got hit. It looked like he got hit by a train. Huge play. Huge play. Because, again, that's – Nebraska's on the precipice. They're on the doorstep there putting that away in the, in the second quarter, going up 21-0. And Ben Barton stepped up, made a game-changing play. Uh, so that's my first one. Huge, huge fourth down stop. Let's get into my second game-changing tip of the cap to Matt Rule on this one. Crossroad moment of the game. Wisconsin's up 17-14. Nebraska's driving. Okay, 17-14, you got three-point lead, but it's the last drive of the game. Nebraska's moved the ball down the field. A minute 35 left in the game. Nebraska has all three timeouts. They're at the 26-yard line. Okay, so a minute 35 left. They're at the 26-yard line, down three. First play, run for seven yards. That clock ends at a minute 27. Nebraska has three timeouts. They let it, They snap the next play at 50 seconds. So they let about 30 seconds go off that clock. Okay, they snap it at 50 seconds. Run, no gain. The clock is at 44 seconds. It goes down to 20 seconds before they take a timeout. So I know that's a lot of just wordplay there. It's maybe hard to, to remember exactly that sequence. Some of us had a couple IPAs in us. But essentially what happens, Nebraska has three timeouts. They're driving for either a game-time field goal or a game-winning touchdown. 
You have three timeouts, two runs back-to-back, and they let about 45 seconds go off the clock. I'm, I have no idea what Matt Rule is doing here. Why are you why are you not taking timeouts on those plays? You have three timeouts. You have three. If he takes timeouts on those two plays, they're sitting at like a minute 10 left. The next play is a run. They get the first down. And now there's 13 seconds left. They call a timeout. They get one shot in the end zone. Then they have to kick a field goal. That was unbelievable to me. I, I know you have a young quarterback. I know he made a mistake the previous week. But you haven't been to a bowl game in six years. And you you let 40 seconds run off the clock and you ran out of time. You just you ran out of time. And you had to kick a field goal on second down. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, thank you. But incredibly bad clock management from Matt Rule and that, that coaching staff. All right, let's go into our third crossroads moment of the game. It's that you know, Wisconsin has the ball first overtime, third and eight. Nebraska, 22-yard line. So we this is this is scary because if you get nothing here, you're setting up for a 49-ish yard field goal, right? Um, a th- sorry, 39-ish, 40-yard-ish field goal to take a three-point lead in, in overtime. A, that's not a guaranteed make. And B, a field goal is – being up a field goal is scary in overtime when the other team's trotting onto the field. You can lose that game pretty easily. So third and eight, Tanner Mordecai goes back to pass. Nebraska rushes four. Offensive line does an incredible job. Nothing. It is as clean a pocket as you can possibly find. Braylon Allen helps out there. Tanner Mordecai scans the field, looks right, comes back across the left, pump fakes. Nebraska defense lineman goes up in the air for the pump fake, finds Vinny Anthony on a crosser. Vinny Anthony with a great catch, reaching behind him, picking it up, and keeping his momentum moving vertical, able to kind of get his momentum going vertical, picks up the first down, nine-yard, 10-yard gain, first down, Wisconsin. If that play doesn't happen, if the offensive line doesn't give him that time, if Mordecai misses a throw, if Vinny Anthony drops it, Nebraska, or Wisconsin's kicking a 40-yard field goal and praying that Bacos can hit it. Bacos, sorry, Bacos can hit it. So huge play there. Mordecai, O-line, Vinny Anthony. Then we get to the big one, right? This is the one I think everybody knew this was a crossroads moment If once we start this segment. Fourth and one. Game on the line. I again, I, was, I went back to say I, I thought the right call was to kick a field goal, but I'm not the head coach. Luke Fickle is, and he went with his gut there, and it was the right call because it worked, right? It, and I give him a ton of respect by the way because if that call doesn't work, he is getting roasted, right? That is the type of call that if you roll the dice there and you don't get it, that. So you got to give him credit. Got to give him respect. So the play happens. You have Noah Kowski and Rucci go in motion. By the way, Jack Nelson did a really good job on this play. I know he's much maligned. He turns his guy, creates some of his gap there that that um, Braylon Allen can run through. Joe Huber kind of falls down. Noah Kowski doesn't really do a ton there, but Rucci does a really good job getting quick into the hole, providing some push. And then Braylon Allen's hit a yard short. Braylon Allen's hit a yard short of this fourth and one, and he pushes right through it. He, he is – Tough, right? Tough, tough, tough. So, yeah, and then obviously we go on to score. Nebraska doesn't. That's a winner. Those are my four crossroads moments of the game. Ooh, yeah, they were good too. They were fun. All right, I want to talk to you coming up. We're going to talk about some of the stock of players who I think was the player of the game. Plus, we're getting into a bunch of your comments. Um, comments about what do you think the running back room is going to look like next year? The defensive front seven. I want to talk about Christian Allegro a little bit. But first, we have a new sponsor, a new friend of the show. Listen, college students, listen up. 
academic learners, listen up. It is difficult to get the knowledge you need and the information you need when you're doing other things, right? You're trying to read um, academic papers and you're trying to read PDFs that break down all this high level learning. Well, we have a great new tool of the show. It's listening.com. What is listening.com? Listening.com turns all of these PDFs, academic papers, class materials, and it turns it into an audiobook for you. It can read math equations, technical words, complicated documents. It knows how to skip all the citations, footnotes, references, unless you jump straight to the chapter that you want to listen to. It even has one-click note-taking. Note so if you're listening and you're like, oh, I really want to remember that, you click it, and it puts the last 10 seconds into a notepad so you don't even need to type notes while you listen. Think about how valuable this can be in a car, um, doing anything that you can't just sit down and read. Now you're able to still learn. You're able to get this material into your brain. Best of all, if you use the link listening.com slash locked on, you'll be able to get your first three weeks for free. So there's no there's no risk. Go ahead. Give it a try. It's usually two weeks, but we give you an extra week because you are friends of the Locked On Network. Go check it out. Listening.com slash locked on. Also want to point out and throw this out there. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube so when you're done here go check out locked on sports today it's there for you 24 7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts only locked on has this um go to locked on sports today on youtube and subscribe for the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel all right let's let's talk some stock up stock down let's talk player of the game first i, I just want to give you my my four guys off the top of the head that are stock up for me the first one is Braylon allen right we talked about it for all the reasons, listen, listen, this is not a great statistical Braylon Allen game, right? If you if you look at the box score without context, you're actually going to be like, ah, oh, like, ah, oh, yeah. you know, 60, 62 yards on 22 carries. Now he has two touchdowns, but that's like 2.8 per carry. But there's there's so much context with this game. This might be, this might be my favorite Braylon Allen game. It probably is. Uh, maybe I'm missing one in my head. Um, Nebraska two years ago was pretty fun, but this was such an impressive Braylon Allen game because he is not 100%, right? He is obviously not 100%. The coaches didn't even know if he was going to play. And what happens, right? Jackson, Jackson Aker gets hurt during the game and they basically just say they lean on him. They lean on Braylon Allen and he is a not 100% Braylon Allen taking 22 carries and making some incredibly huge, tough runs, right? Um, a couple plays, the, the two touchdowns, but that fourth and one saved the game. And like I said, he was hit short. That was Braylon Allen gaining that extra yard. He was hit short, and he just – this is just a – I want this game. This was a heart game. This was a I'm going to dig down, and I'm going to – in my potential last game in Camp Randall, I think it will be his last game in Camp Randall, this is a I want to be remembered for this game. And I will. Me personally, I'll remember this game. This This will go – into the, the brain filing cabinet, right? It'll, it'll go into a file or a folder called toughness. It'll go into a folder called that dude showed me some grit on that one. And um, yeah, yeah, absolutely stock up. If this is, if that's the last game at camp Randall, that's a hell of a way to go out. Um, stock up will Pauling. The stock's already pretty high, but that dude is so good, right? In a receiver room that has uh, struggled all season with consistently catching the ball, right? Will Pauling catches the ball. Will Pauling also gets open in a receiver room that has struggled to create separation. Will Pauling gets open. Will Pauling takes shots too. Like he will put his body out there. You want to talk about toughness? Watch Will Pauling go across the middle and see the Mack trucks that line up to hit him. And he doesn't, he doesn't get alligator arms. Like Will Pauling puts his body on the line for this team, period. 
and that's appreciated. It's noticed and it's appreciated. Um, the other thing is, you know, he hurt his ankle pretty, you can tell like it, it was pretty bad. He came out there to try, right? That's another guy. You talk about Braylon now playing through stuff. Will Pauling was good. If he had anything in the tank, he was going to go out there and exhaust that tank. So Will Pauling, again, big stock up. He's He's been he's been a stud this year, right? You talk about the the influx of transfer players. Will Pauling's at the top of that list. Uh, we're going to do a show on that coming up, by the way, the ranking the, the transfers postseason. Will Pauling's going to rank very highly on that list. Uh, stock up Vinny Anthony, right? Huge. We talked about the, the crossroads, one of the changing plays of the game that third and eight catch where he reaches behind his body. He looks apart. Will, Will, Vinny Anthony has wheels. Like, he can move. And then you saw it on the punt return, too. A couple things with punt returns with Vinny Anthony. He looks sure-handed, confident. He'll catch it in traffic. He can almost always make the first guy miss. Um, and he has the speed to turn the corner when it's there for him. So, Vinny Anthony, stock up. It's great to see him out there. Uh, Quincy Burroughs is another guy. Caught two catches. He's a guy I've been told they're very high on him. Like, he is a legit, like, 6'2", 200-pound guy that can run. Uh, there's a reason... There's a reason they brought him from Cincinnati. It wasn't to play this year. It wasn't to, to do, do a whole lot this year. They see big things for him in the future. And so that's exciting. It's exciting for me to see him come out, catch a couple passes. I had two catches in this game. And then the other one, the other stock up here, and I got it in my board back there, Christian Allegro. Now, this is another one. We talked about Braylon Allen. You look at the box score and you're like, ah, he had one tackle. <laughs> He was all over the game in moments, right? He only had one tackle, but he, from a from a sideline to sideline pursuit standpoint, like he's he was the excuse me, he was the only guy who could, in my opinion, consistently stay with uh, Chuba Purdy, right? Chuba Chuba's fast. Chuba's a good athlete. By the way, is that that's such, uh, I'll have to look at where that that name comes from, um, but. Such a such a good athlete, and he gave a lot our linebackers issues. Our linebackers have struggled in space this year. Allegro was not struggling in space. Uh, that dude looks like he's shot from a missile. Now he's got a he's got some learning to do. Like he he hit he hit him low on a third down that resulted in a penalty. That's an effort play leading to a penalty, right? It wasn't like a taunting thing, but he's got to clean that up. He almost had another kind of out of bounds play hit uh, chasing Purdy down. He's got to be careful with those things, but. He's going to be, he's a starter next year. Like this dude's a, give him another year in the strength and conditioning program. He is rangy. He's fast. He's a playmaker. He's able to get pressure on the quarterback. He plays in space. He was a coverage guy in high school. This is looking like one of the, the gems of that, that recruiting class last year, a late get for Luke Fickle and this staff out of a prep school in Connecticut. So if, if that does tells you anything, it, it kind of bodes well for those who think, Luke Fickle and his staff are going to identify guys. This was a fickle guy. This was a fickle Trestle, Longo, Lamberts. You know, this is this is their guy. He looks great. I think he's going to be a future star. Um, uh, let's get into some of your comments because again, I always want to post show. I don't. I'm never able to get into everything, but I want to take your comments because I think that's a huge part of what we do on Lockdown Badgers. This community is incorporating all of your thoughts, and I think we're all smarter because of it. So I got a bunch of comments up here. We're just going to roll through as many of them as we can get to. This one's from Tim. He says, Tim's a little spicy. He says, you guys didn't, you didn't like going for it on fourth down and overtime. You guys are nuts. You play to win. And no, I don't think the fans would have been upset if we had not made it. Thank God Fickle is coaching and not you guys, Tim. So a couple things here I want to break down. You didn't like going for it on fourth down and OT. No, I did. Uh, you guys are nuts. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, you play to win. So that one is weird because... Kicking the field goal, like you can't say kicking the field goal isn't playing to win. 
because if you don't pick up, if you go for it on fourth and one, you don't pick it up, you're going to lose, right? Like there, there is an element of this isn't NCAA. It's not PlayStation. You can't just go for it on every time. If you don't go for it, you're not playing to win. Sometimes you have to take the three. Um, and see, oh, this last one too. I, I, and Tim, I appreciate the comment. Like, but this last one, I really disagree with. I don't think the fans would have been upset if we had not made it. The fans would have skewered this staff if they didn't make it. Considering they had turned it over twice in a row on fourth down plays, they couldn't pick up short garbage plays. Braylon Allen's hurt. This this staff would have killed Fickle in my in my opinion. They would have killed him and Longo if they didn't pick up this. But they did, so it doesn't matter. Like, and your last part, thank God, Fickle is coaching, not you guys. Yeah, I 100% agree there. I 100% agree there because then, then listen, then I couldn't do the live post game shows if I was coaching. Think about how impartial I could be if I'm grading myself. I get coaching A plus. It's all the players. So no, I agree with that. Thank God Fickle is coaching and not me. Jay Tillerson says still not impressed with Trestle's defense. I mean, so they gave up 17 with an overtime period, right? Like now, I I would. The, the first quarter, the first 20 minutes, that has to be better, right? That We've had that issue all season long for whatever reason. That's in, inexcusable to come out and look like that. Tackling was bad, missed assignment. But they gave up 17 in over, with an overtime period. I think you've got to be okay with that, right? Now, <coughs> excuse me. Now it's got to get better. And some of that is talent. Like the front seven and does have a talent deficiency. Um, so it's got to get better, but I thought today it was pretty good. Oh, yesterday was pretty good. I think you have to give credit when a defense gives up 17. I know Nebraska is not a great offense, but they're a big 10 team. You have a 17 points. I'll take that every day. And if the, if, if the defense gives up 17, you don't win. It's on the offense in my opinion. So I, I hear you. I, I think I'm a little more wait and see. I don't know if this is the greatest season to judge it by, but they gave up 17. So I'm kind of okay with it, but. Jay Tilson, thank you for for our for sending the comment in. All right, coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about the axe, plus um, a little bit about a, a couple players that haven't played this year and what should the running back room look like next year. We got all these comments to talk about, uh, but first, I want to talk to you about our good friends of the show over at FanDuel. Let me tell you first. Let me let me tell you a story of a guy who made some money this weekend. It's this guy because uh, Joe Montana. Oh, did I say Mont- I'm sorry, Brock Purdy? Like they look. They play so similarly that it's hard for me to separate the two. Brock Purdy turned in another master class. I had, you know, I, I made some coin on, on a little bit of a, a 49ers bet this weekend. And I do it all on FanDuel because it is the fastest, simplest, easiest, most secure, most user-friendly platform available, period. That's why we use it on the Lockdown Network. It is the best place for all your sports wagers, spreads, player props, over-unders, futures. It's all there in one place. You don't have to go anywhere else. It's all there. It's It's it. It's like the... The library of betting sites. It's it's all there. They have every aisle. You don't have to go to any other libraries. It's there. Plus, now it is a great offer. Um, new customers get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any five dollar winning money line bet. That's one hundred fifty bucks if your team wins. And again, if you just bet with me and bet on the Niners, you're gonna get that hundred fifty. So visit FanDuel.com/slash/lockedon. Kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. FanDuel.com/slash/lockedon. All right, let's get into some of your comments and just keep going because. Again, I love doing that. I love getting just different comments on the show because it makes the community better. Um, this one's from Mitch. Curious to know what happened with TJ Bowlers. I don't think he's played since dot, dot, dot. This is from Mitch. Uh, I, I, I hear you, Mitch. And what do we hear about in the offseason? 
Like, um, look at this, how big this dude has gotten. Now, I did say, I don't know if that's good or bad, right? Because if he's going to be 270, he's not going to be outside linebacker in this scheme. But I, I was hopeful you'd see him maybe rushing in pass situations from maybe the inside if he's 270. I don't know. This was a big-time recruit when they got him. Very, very productive high school kid. Uh, all over the co- – major programs all over the country wanted him. And it could just be he's not a fit. He's not a fit for this scheme and what the coaches want to do. Maybe he's better suited to be a 4-3 defensive end. I don't know. I I, I have no idea. But I, I got nothing for you, Mitch. I have the same question, though. It, it is It is interesting. Let's see. Um, Rick Mueller said, nice to grind one out. Received some help from bad offensive play calling by Nebraska in the second half. I agree. I thought they got too cute. They were running the ball pretty well, and I thought they got a little too cute. But we'll take it. But listen, it's also Nebraska coming back down to earth. Like water finds its level. Nebraska is not was not going to score a touchdown on every drive, right? So I think there's some of them just coming back down to earth and the type of team they've been the entire season. They're not that good, and neither are we. Like this is what I said before the show. Neither of these teams are really good, so someone's got to win. Uh, this is uh, from Carson. He was coming back from the game on this one. He said, just got back from the fifth quarter. Let's effing go. What's up, Carson? How fun is it to stay for the fifth quarter when you get a win, right? I, I In fact, I've never stayed when we got a loss. I don't get to go to a lot of Badger games just because I don't live in Wisconsin, but I, I've been to several losses and several wins in Camp Randall. I stay for the fifth quarter typically, unless I have maybe a kid or something, but I stay for the fifth quarter when we win. I do not when we lose. So I'm here right there with you, Carson. This is from, uh, it, it just came up as user. I don't know if that username got cut off, but he said, get the ax. It matters. 2021 loss to Minnesota was the inflection point for the dismissal of the pre- prior coach. We need to reset the series tone. I agree. You need to reset the natural order of things. The natural order of things is Badgers are better than Gophers. You need to go in. You need to get the ax. You need to set the tone. You need to stomp that life out of that program. Get the friggin' ax. Let's go get the friggin' axe. I agree. Uh, this one is from Alien Space. Why don't we play second halves like the first? Yeah, that's the golden question. And I, I actually spent a lot of time thinking about this. And I'm going to try to dive into that with Coach Anderson on our, our Coach's Corner show this week. Because I don't know if there's anything you can really point to, right? Like, it's not like they're running different plays in the second half. It's not like I, – I don't know. I mean, the announcer said – Chuba Purdy's speed caught the defense off guard. I think that's a BS thing. Like, you know he's fast. That wasn't a surprise. We all knew he was fast. The defense, it's not like the defense saw him running and the defense was like, oh, wow, he's a mobile. No, they knew that. It just, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I, I have no clue. I have no clue. Um, but it's you got to figure it out. Enough's enough. And we talked about it. Like, not everything's great because you won. You still went down 14 nothing to a team that isn't very good right out of the shoot at home enough stop start fast i mean geez louise with the second half this team has if you start fast you're going to be teams 42 to 7 i don't know it's i i, I wish i had an answer for alien space because you go back and watch it and it's not like i think defensively wisconsin did change pressure wise kind of what they were doing but offensively they're not trying to do really anything different in the first to the second half there's points where it looked like Longo dug into the creative bag a little bit um, with kind of a reverse to Pauling, the wheel route to Aker. But he's tried that stuff in first quarters before too. I don't know. This is from uh, Owen Johnson. I think this is a really interesting one. He said, what happens to the running back room next year? So I've said it a bunch. I think Braylon Allen's gone. I thought he was gone before last weekend. And some of the comments he made, 
alluding to the fact, you know, if this is my last game in Camp Randall, I've, I've thought he's been gone all year. I, I really do because I don't think the film gets any better and it's just more punishment on his body. His ultimate goal is to play in the NFL, which is the ultimate goal of most college players at this level. So I don't know what he gains from coming back a year. It's just more hits on the body. I don't think the film is going to be demonstratively better. So I think he's gone. I'm, Chez was not announced on the senior list. Take Read into that what you want. I would love to have Chez back. I would absolutely love to have Chez back. Yes, he's injury prone, but when he's healthy, he's, he's a difference-making running back, and you need talent on this roster. So I would love to get Chez back. If you don't get Chez back, you have those three running backs coming in. You got Aker, and you got Yak. Yak and Melly, and you got Nate White, right? So nominally, you have six running backs, more or less. Of that six, who do you feel incredibly confident with? I think Akers look good this year. I don't think he can be – he's a number one. I would be tempted to go get a running back in the portal. I know people may not want to hear that. Six running backs seems like a lot, but maybe you don't – not all of them are going to play, right? And it's tough to go into next year saying, I'm going to trust fresh, true freshmen to be difference makers. Running back's one of the easier positions to step into and play right away. Dylan – I mean – um Dupree and, and Jones are really good recruits. Getting a Tuka is a really good recruit, so maybe they can do it. I would feel more comfortable adding a little depth there if Malusi doesn't come back. So that's where I'm at on that one. This is from Dice, Dice One Gaming. Uh, Playmaker and Kurt, slash Curtis has this, this thought as well. Makes no sense to get a quarterback in the portal unless it's a top-five quarterback in college football. And again, I just continue to push back on that and say, until you know you have a guy in-house, and I don't think you know with Locke, then you need to bring guys in. Quarterback, quarterback is universally the most important position in the world. Why would you not want to bring in more, more guys just to see? And not every quarterback, listen, uh, schemes, like schemes, situations, uh, talent, ecosystems, it all matters. It's it's not like Florida. Mertz played really well in Florida this year. Florida fans are now happy he transferred there. When he went there originally, they were like, why would you bring him in? Well, you bring him in because maybe just a change of scenery helps the quarterback get better, right? And guys, I'm not, I'm not like railing against you. I like you have, I, I understand your perspective completely. A lot of people agree with it. I think I'm more of an island on my take, but my take is essentially until you know, you have a guy in the room, just get all the quarterbacks you can get and, and see, see who's the best. Like let the cream rise to the top or to the top. If you bring in a veteran and he doesn't make the team better then just don't play him. And I, I, I know and if, if you can't find a guy willing to do that, Right, I, I can't sit here and say I'm sure Locke is the guy. And I'm not sure Mabry's the guy. And I'm not sure Evers is the guy. I'm not sure LaCruz is the guy. I'm not sure McBurkett is the guy. So I'm not sure we have a guy. So go get more. Go get more bodies and see. That That's 100% where I'm at. All right. Um, again, I, I apologize. I'm not going to be able to get to everybody's comments, but we'll get to one more here. This is from Brian. He said, even when we were hyped to start the season, and we were hyped to start the season, we always said our front seven was going to be a problem. Yeah, that that's, that's one of the – few things on this team that I feel like hasn't really surprised us. Like I, I, I was not very high on the, the inside linebackers, the outside line. Oh, I was higher on the inside linebackers, but I'm not, I wasn't that high on the outside linebackers or the defensive line coming into this year. I felt there was a dearth of playmakers, not enough athleticism. I, I wasn't hundred percent sure Darren Varner would be an impact player here, you know? Um, and, and it's mostly there, the defensive line, the outside linebackers, that whole front seven unit has to get much more impactful and much better and much deeper next year. So, yeah, I, I agree with you there, Brian. 
All right, we're going to wrap it up there. Really do appreciate everybody tuning in to Lockdown Badgers as always. Um, thank you so, so much for tuning in. If you want to, uh, go check out uh, the subtext. We have a subtext, and it doesn't impact what we do here, but it's just another way to, A, kind of support the show. But we have a lot of one-on-one conversations there with people in the subtext. You can text me. We text back. It's kind of a fun way to communicate. Um, Coach Anderson's been doing some exclusive content there, and there's going to be some more stuff coming down the pike on that one. So. It is a free trial. If you don't like it, you can always get rid of it. Um, send me any questions on it if you do. But it's, it's kind of a fun way to continue to expand what we can do on Lockdown Badgers. And I can put out some some information on that that I can't necessarily put out on the show as well. Uh, and if not, no worries. Like if this is what you want to do and you don't want to kind of move on to stuff that that's completely cool as well, that does not impact anything we do here. So on Wisconsin, thank you so much. Another shout out to Beckham. Thank you for listening to the show, Beckham. Uh, we know your favorite player is Braylon Allen, and he had a great, great game. So on Wisconsin, thank you so much, and we'll talk tomorrow.